peace everybody welcome to another episode of behold pop culture the show where we take a look at some of the most prominent people figures and events in pop culture today and in the past and try and see what lessons we could take away from them i'm your host messiah and today we're going to be talking about a man who became a symbol of pride and victory for the city of philadelphia A man who went to jail for popping a wheelie on a dirt bike, then came out and became an ambassador for prison reform. The man who created Dreams and Nightmares, a song that may as well be the anthem for Philadelphia. Today we are talking about Philly rapper Meek Mill. I will first go through an overview of his career up to his infamous 2017 imprisonment, then make an observation on what his release and last album meant for the city of Philadelphia, and conclude by discussing how his championship story relates to everyday people. If that sounds interesting, let's dive in. May 6th, 1987. While some of the world would be entertained by the debuting Simpsons show, and the NBA playoffs being carried by the stardom of Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, Philadelphia-raised rapper Meek Mill would be born into a life with a single mother and an older sister. He was surrounded by the hardships of living in poor financial conditions in the far from lavish parts of northern Philadelphia. He unfortunately fell witness to killings, drug mishaps, and the overall crabs-in-a-bucket mentality that has led many poverty-stricken people in neighborhoods to commit regrettable actions. Meek would credit any illegal activity that he was involved in, at a younger age of course, to an undesirable but necessary action to stay alive. So rather than idolizing and mimicking the actions of those who attained high status through illegal activities, he would fall in love with something different, something that would change his life forever, the art of hip-hop music. Meek worked hard from his teenage years onward until he received record deals from Atlanta rapper T.I. and Miami-based rapper Rick Ross. He had been making a name for himself battle-rapping people in the streets of northern Philadelphia, begging radio stations to play him, and overall just putting out music that epitomized what life was like in his neighborhood and resonated with many of those inhabiting people. So this art kept him away from what he described as the nightmares of the streets. And it kept him focused on a way to achieve monetary success for both himself and his family. And this success was represented by the recognition of signing a record deal, something so highly sought after, and it would be symbolic to him of an escape from hardship. Meek turned this record deal into billboard charting songs, heavily downloaded mixtapes, and high-selling albums. He got what he wanted. He got what he chased after his whole life. It was your typical rags-to-riches story, And as talented of a rapper as Meek is, he was supposed to sustain a career, so he himself decided to hang it up. But what fans didn't know was the hardships 
within the music industry that were tearing him down behind the scenes and led up to a distinct decline that took place in his career. In the years leading up to 2017, Meek battled a Percocet addiction that resulted from him excessively self-medicating to deal with the pressures that were being placed upon him. His close friends were betraying him. People he barely knew were coming out of the woodworks as if he owed them something. Meek was showing relatively high success in the music industry, but behind the scenes, the pressure was suffocating. And it was most evident when he called out Drake publicly for having ghostwriters. And Drake returned the favor with two songs, the most notable being Back to Back, that seemed to bury Meek, as this Meek Mill diss became the song of the summer. As seemingly at this point only hardcore fans were standing by Meek, things would only get worse in 2017, when he was arrested for popping a wheelie in violation of his probation, and he was sentenced to two to four years in prison. Headlines erupted. He can't stop making mistakes. He's a criminal. Meek Mill's career is over. So the first lesson we learned from Meek was health truly is wealth. We often hear that money can't solve all of your issues, but that message resonates differently when you see an example of it on full display. Meek's transgressions regarding the mismanagement of his health led to temporary lapses in his decision making. And these small lapses, these tiny moments in the broad spectrum of his career would have monumental effects on the long-term prospects of his career. The experiences he had in his youth lingered in his mind, and he thought that he could solve, he thought that he could overcome this trauma through self-medication, but it only ended up further damaging him. We all face complications and misfortunes of varying degrees in our lives, but proper management of health and seeking proper assistance is necessary to maintain longevity and just feel good in life. So I highly advise that every now and then you just take a temperature check on how you're feeling, how your body is doing, and just make sure you have the self-awareness that you need to continue on in life happily. That brings us to the second piece of today's discussion, Meek's eventual release from prison and the impact his follow-up album had for the city of Philadelphia. Five months, cold nights, long days, dreams of freedom. This was Meek's experience over his time as his imprisonment led him to a path of prison reform. Several people in positions of power, one of the most notable being Executive Jay-Z, partnered up to not only bring Meek freedom, but to make him the face of a prison reform campaign. With fans passionately screaming, free Meek, free Meek, they demanded for him to be released. The city of Philadelphia seemed to ache as they wanted their prodigal son to return. The sports teams would play his most popular song, Dreams and Nightmares, and fans would sing along 
as they expressed their desire for him to return. With the help of several billionaires and the cries of his fans, it all would work out as five months later, Meek was released. The combination of the Philadelphia Eagles football team winning the NFL Super Bowl and Meek's return, the crowned ambassador for Philly, resulted in a feeling that truly resembled one of someone winning a championship for the entire city of Philadelphia. And that easily brings us to his most recent album that encompassed this, Meek's album appropriately titled Championships, the necessary response that detailed his feelings since being incarcerated. In the hip-hop game, when it comes to the premier top-selling artists, there's an expectation that with every album you will learn something new about them. Meek would do just that as he heavily populates his album with references to his experience behind bars. He, of course, had his usual club bangers and songs for women, but the overtone was just a tad bit more triumphant. This album was a trophy of sorts, as he explicitly described the trauma he's experienced in his life and how he has overcome his transgressions to reach a truly victorious state. Some of his most notable references he made were of his mother wanting to see him in Yale, but then having to see him in jail, developing an understanding of how self-hate can result in hateful actions towards others, and his personifications that showed how the best students in his neighborhood had to turn the lives of crime just to survive. But out of these conditions... Meek became a multimillionaire, an activist, and a loving family man. So what this album showed us is the places with the most horrifying, shocking conditions can still breed greatness. This album allowed Meek to become a beacon of hope for those who looked up to him, especially in the city of Philadelphia. Your perception of your situation can enable you to make the most out of it. Meek was born into conditions that unfortunately many other people have lived through, but he was so determined, so hungry to succeed, that he overcame it. And with all the transgressions that plagued his career, it took him longer to truly overcome it. The trauma that he faced was truly petrifying, but his persistence in the end defeated it. What point are you at in your life right now? Are there any impediments that you're in the process of seeking ways to overcome? The point isn't to downplay the difficulty of each impediment. There's plenty of situations that can be real exhausting to solve. But if you hold the end goal in mind and only focus on that, you'll put yourself in the best possible scenario to beat it. That brings us to my final point that ties this all together. What does this mean for you? Meeks is one of a plethora of stories where someone comes from hardships, 
overcomes it, then is upheld for achieving what so many fall short of accomplishing. So I chose to discuss this not because it's something more profound or particularly more exceptional than other artist stories, but because with this album championships, it seemed like the culmination of all these transgressions in maybe a more eloquent fashion than some other albums that I've heard that try to do something similar. It truly epitomized the ultimate realization of how he should move forward in his life. Sometimes you need something as drastic as serving time in prison, or sometimes you may just need one powerful meditation session. Reflection, acceptance, then improvement. This is what Meek Mill's album championship signifies. I hope that you can find a similar path with the transgressions you face in your life. And I'll leave you with that. Thank you for listening. I hope that you took something away from this story. And let me know what you think. Leave a like, leave a review. Give me any suggestions, maybe some people or events that you would like me to talk about. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, and I'll talk to you next time. This is Behold Pop Culture.